Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama shadow cast. Yes, we have returned to Shadow Hunters, the Mortal Instruments. And I am so happy. Yeah, we uh we're really we're really bringing it back. Bringing it back. It's been a while. Yeah, I think we finished watching this in um March. <laughs> I think that's when Riverdale came back for its oh so extended, so extended, so extended run. Yeah, so it's been it's been a while, but it's good to go back to our our fun friends at the institute. See what they're <laughs> see what they are getting up to. It's not fun. They're not having fun, I'll tell you that. <laughs> if you if remember remember last time we technically didn't end at the end of a season, but that's because the way Shadow Hunters works is that each of its seasons is two seasons. Like this feels so def- like definitely the beginning of a season. Mm-hmm. There are characters who aren't around anymore. There are new characters being introduced. And they do, I feel like they do an amazing job of like weaving in um reminders of what happened. Yeah. 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 Like and subtle subtly enough, like, you know, yeah. it's a little we'll highlight it, but they recognize they're like, hey, we took however much time there was between half There's of definitely the there definitely had to have been a break. There's definitely a mid season break. Maybe they took, you know, Christmas off. I don't yeah. know. Let's let let's say they took a month. They were like, you know what? It's been a month. I know I can look it up, but I'm not gonna. Absolutely not. That's not what this podcast does. We don't look things up. I might look it up after, but I don't look it up before. Uh so I mean if you're just in the future listening to all these through and you just are just doing the Shadow Hunter things. You, for us, it's been since, like, last March. Yeah. Uh, for you, maybe it's been two minutes. <laughs> but for if you are someone who's following along uh, and had to go through all of Riverdale with us, quick reminder of where, we told you last episode, you might want to just catch up on your own. Yeah. Uh, but here's a quick reminder of where we left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jace, after activating the soul sword, because it turns out he had angel blood and not demon blood. Shocking! Valentine was yeah, lying. Valentine was lying. Not only that, he and Clary aren't siblings anymore. Uh, anymore, <laughs> they were never siblings. At no point were they siblings. Obviously, so obviously, because Valentine all. is clearly not his dad. That's why he wore another man's face forever. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so that's where they're at. Uh, Simon is now a daywalker. Yeah, he doesn't have to wear out the sun anymore. No, he's a super vampire because yeah. he, he drank Jace's sweet, sweet that, angel blood. That is what he comes. That is the the conclusion he comes to in this episode. Who uh, knows? Yeah, uh, Izzy was on drugs for a while and now is not on drugs. Also, Raphael was her drug. Yep. Yeah, and he was her drug. No, wait, she was his drug. Yes, they were each other's drugs for like two days. Yep. <laughs> And the Soul Sword was picked up by a mysterious figure and walked off into the distance. So that is where we were left off with these things. Ooh. But now we need to see where we're at with these things. Ooh. Because this is Shadow Hunters Season 2, Episode 11. Mia Maxima Culpa. Mia Maxima Culpa. So, in case people don't know Latin, um, mea culpa essentially just sort of like a my fault. It's just my yeah, fault. Right. So I'm going to assume mea maxima culpa is ooh really my fault. Yeah, it's like my bad, but this time it's like oh, oh my big bad. Oh big bad. Oh my big bad. Oh, a big bad happened. Ooh, there's a lot of things in this episode that are my big bad, but we got to start out with. Possibly my favorite on ongoing trope in Shadow Hunters. You know how in the OC we have them good old the catch em the ups. catch em ups where where you where it's uh, Seth, and, Seth Ryan, and Ryan usually hanging out in the pool house, sometimes getting bagels. Well, yeah, usually they're by a pool, even if it's Marissa and. Summer. summer they're by a pool yeah you don't usually get catch em ups in riverdale occasionally you would get the i feel like this last this, season this season they did some catch we got a lot of catch em ups in like archie's house it was a very good catch em up place mm-hmm. but shadow hunters 
<laughs> they always do their catch em ups in the middle of a sparring match while that one song plays. <laughs> it's the one song they got the, the rights one- to. <laughs> I maybe was written for the show. It only has one line of dialogue, <laughs> and then the rest of it is just house music. But it's Jace. And it's Alec, and they're 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 having sparring. an emotional check in, and it is okay. It's weirdly sexual. Like here's oh, the thing. it's really they, hot. But they they themselves, I think, are like Alec is over his crush on Jace. Oh yeah, I do hundred percent believe that. But then why is this so sexual? At one point, they're like, so they're fighting with their weapons, and then Alec goes, "You want to go hand to hand?" And Jace's like, "Yeah, I do." And then they start wrestling, and there's like cuts that don't show the other person. It's just one man grunting. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they, they know where their bread is buttered, and mm-hmm. their bread is buttered with fan fiction butter. Yeah, okay. So what they're talking about here is that, like, Jace... Well, we get a lot of these things, but this is the first indication of it. Alec is like, hey, Jace, bet you're pretty sad about all, like, the downworlders dying, and it's, like, kind of your fault, and also that you're actually not related to Clary, but I'm the only one who knows... And Jace is like, nope, it's nope. all cool. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm a cool, cool man who does lots of fights. All good. You, you know me. I, I believe emotions are a weakness. Me, possibly the most emotional man on this show other than maybe Alec. <laughs> <laughs> us us two, very emotional men. No, no emotions, shadow hunters, <clears throat> manly I, men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is going on. Uh, meanwhile, Clary and si- Simon are hanging out on... I, okay, I was losing my mind watching this. Because this is a set, right? It doesn't look real. It looks so not real. I'm like, this is, has to be a... Like, that concrete doesn't look real. The backdrop <laughs> obviously doesn't look real. I think it's the set that they filmed um, The Other World on. Maybe. Because they're sitting by a river, the Hudson, maybe. Yeah. In, it's New York. Yeah, they're looking look, and looking at the, the, the city you know, out across the the river. I don't know. It just, it took me so much to be like, what, what is happening you in this scene? You know why this feels jarring and not real to you? Mm-hmm. Because it's daytime. And nothing in Shadowhunters ever happens during the day. That's true. Uh, especially having Simon hanging around. Now, he has to Simon all over this for a little bit and just be like, what if this is worse, me being a daywalker? I mean, I think it's a reasonable concern. <laughs> there ha- Like, there has to be a trick. <laughs> Something this magical could not happen. There must be a downside. Oh, an angel did it. Come I, and on. I mean, the downside is that he thought he was drinking Clary's blood, but it turns out it was Jace's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is the downside. Uh, now, also, the other downside is that Jace just busts right into this domestic oh, bliss. Yes, because Inquisitor Herondale, who we didn't meet last season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I thought I thought she showed up for a little. She looks familiar. Um. She's arrived to obviously do some torturing, uh, torturing on Valentine. Now, yeah. we, Clary's basic ethos of this episode is, hey, let's try not to whine so much. <laughs> <laughs> Clary, the woman who always thinks that things are her fault, even when they're not. She has made she has made a decision after everything that happened. She's like, hey, look. Maybe we all need to chill out for a bit <laughs> and just try to look on the bright side. Maybe, j- just maybe, it's not our faults. Uh, this is where Simon does. So we, we get this confirmed. We get this like set up a few times, but this is the first one where Simon does it for Jace, where he's like, "Hey, by the way, I'm not gonna tell anyone I, I became a daywalker by uh, drinking your blood because you know." All the vampires are going to come after you. <laughs> Accurate. So, you know, decent way of setting the stakes of this situation, mm-hmm, at least mm-hmm. for Jace's side. Though that's not what we're going to focus yeah. on this And episode. Jace doesn't really care about this because he has other things to care about. <laughs> he accidentally let his dad kill his non-dad, his fake dad. He accidentally set up a situation where his fake dad could kill so many downworlders. Hundreds is and, what we're told. And apparently 19 shadow hunters. I mean that was beforehand, I think. Ah, oh, the shadow extras. But when they, remember when they took over the institute and like yeah, yeah. hundreds of downworlders. But uh, he, but the the light I don't think could get outside of the 
Because that's how Raphael survived, is that he just yeah. bolted out. So so the light couldn't get outside of the Institute because the adamantus walls stopped it. Yeah. And he did leave the Institute to do more murder, but yeah. then Jake oh, punched he, him Yeah, a I lot. think he was about to wipe out every downworlder in New York in the next one. But hundreds of them went into that. <laughs> yeah, you know what, downworlders? This is kind of your fault. Well, I'm... Because didn't they go there to try to kill Jace so, or no. Clary so she wouldn't touch the sword? No, no, no. They were um, brought in by uh, Luke to stop uh, so him. I the thought I... they were going there to try to kill Clary and no. then Luke, like, circumvented, like, he convinced them to help Clary instead. And Well, Mia did want to do that, but the reason they specifically showed up, the reason, like, the Fae showed up and the reason that the vampires and whatever, the reason that they were all there together was because the idea was that Jace would go in, he would grab the sword, which would uh, cause it to deactivate and destroy and then they would all rush Valentine I guess I am also going to say I don't think you needed hundreds of downworlders to rush va- to, to do that I'm pretty sure you only needed Luke if your plan was okay he will destroy the sword the weapon. and then we just rush this dude <laughs> that is a little <laughs> bit of an overkill because remember uh, Luke and Mia were essentially kept outside by someone attacking them from the back. Oh, that's yes, why that's they right. didn't go in. And then Raphael just ran out. And Meliorn, I think, got punched. Yes, he's still alive. Yes, Meliorn is still alive. Yeah, it was Meliorn, Mia, and Luke who got distracted, so they weren't in there when the whole wipeout happened. I don't know. Maybe maybe and Raphael got, went behind a wall. Maybe he got a few like lights off before Jace knocked him down. I don't know. And like, not for nothing, Kevin, but just so you know, her name is Maya. Okay. It's been a long time since we watched this show. I also don't think her name's ever said this episode. I know. Uh, anyway, so this is all comes out while Valentine's getting tortured by Herondale as she, like, explains what happened. Now, I just want to point out, because there has been confusion about <laughs> what the clave is like. Yeah. Are they weak and ineffectual, or are they too rigid in their rules? Yeah. In this episode, it seems very, very clear that they are not weak and ineffectual because she's super torturing him. Well, I mean, but they're also very rigid in their rules. I mean, you can be overall weak and ineffectual and still torturing people. I mean, to be fair, they're, they're, they're torturing him for the cup, but he brings up a very good point, which is like, he's like, hey, if you don't want to get executed, tell us where the cup is. And he's like, the only reason you're not executing me right now is because I'm not telling you where the cup is. So, yeah, guess we're sort of in a situation here where... Where... Yeah. I also want to say just um, this is, like, not related to this scene. Well, I thought of it during the scene. Yeah. For the book readers who are following along with us and watching the show, this... Why? (laughs) Yeah, why? This right now is the point where it wildly, wildly, wildly deviates. This is the point? (laughs) Like, it, it was closer before, although, to be fair, that boat scene, you know the scene where the boat sank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, I guess. Did the boat sink? Did Clary no, blow it open no, by nope. creating an open I don't route? think a boat ever, I think they just left the boat. Okay, uh, in the book, the boat sinking is when Simon becomes a daylighter and is Clary sinks it by making an open rune, and also we find out something about uh, Inquisitor Herondale. Cool. So uh, uh, we debated before, but now this will be a different show. Sure. It is a different story with people with the same names. I was pretty sure it deviated when that character you said that was alive in the books died in the show. The mom? Oh, yeah, that happened too. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was thinking, I was like, no, only someone who died in the books is alive and will stay alive. No. Uh, so uh, we also get something said, which I feel like is rather important. So we've met the Mortal Cup. We've met the Mortal Sword. In this scene, Herondale talks about the Mortal Mirror. And specifically, no one has seen the Mortal Mirror or even knows if it exists. Which is weird for an artifact of the Shadow Hunters. Well, Kevin, I'll tell you something that they don't know. It's a metaphor. Well, that still doesn't <laughs> defeat the <laughs> but that's a weird thing to talk about. That's like saying one of our one of our patron saints is Bigfoot. Like it, it is very <laughs> weird that two of the things are real physical things and the other one is a metaphor. Well, not even just that it's a metaphor, it's that they don't know what they're like there's there's the there's these two objects we have of great power. We use them a lot. One is also called the Soul Sword. Uh, one actually we don't use it at all, and that's sort of weird. Uh, then the other one, no one's ever seen it, but we know it's around because the legend said 
that the angel Raziel gave it to Jonathan Shadowhunter. I mean, I guess, I guess that's religion. Um, so, <laughs> um, while this torture is going on, there is a flashback. I thought it was just a of J- young Jace, baby Jace, seeing his father burn up in a pentagram. I thought that was just part of the torture. Is that like they were using a rune that essentially was inflicting psychic damage to him by making him like experience it, the bad things he has done to people. I think it was a part of the torture, but unfortunately they flashed to Jace's face right before they did it. And so it became too unclear to me. I was like, wait, is Jace remembering that? Well, no, because he, because they, he flashes to that and then it cuts back and there, they have the stele over the room. Yeah, I know. I, I did see that afterwards. Yeah. I'm just saying. So after um, Herondale finishes up this this torture, they get nothing out of it. We get a conversation between Clary and Jason Herondale, and we get that the official Idris Shadow Hunter uh, line is a lie <laughs> because she says, "No, we got the Soul Sword. We got the Soul Sword, but Clary damaged it. It's I'm been like, sent out for pl- purification." I'm like, "No, we saw a shadowy figure pick up the sword." Yeah. So. That's a fun lie that they're that they're they don't want to seem weak to Jason Clary. Well, you know, Jason Clary are the heroes, but bad <laughs> heroes. Heroes who worked outside of the rules. Wow. Because they're uh, children. Well well, they're also upset because they also might have triggered a downworld or rebellion that makes the accords impossible. She says a bunch of just vague, angry things at them. Mm-hmm. Uh the downworlds might rebel. If you're not careful, you might go back into Id- back to Idris, like Alder Tree, to face reprimand. I'm like, well, there's Alder Tree and why we're never gonna sh- see him again. And you know, I know we've talked about this a lot while talking about Shadow Hunters. I kind of think they need to reevaluate the accords because maybe <laughs> if you treated the downworlders like they're cool, they wouldn't rebel against you. The accords are also, I think we've talked about this a few times, they're Dumb. weirdly unclear as well. Yes, absolutely. About what things can do and can't do. And I don't know. Not that we need, I don't think we need like a lawyer on this show going over the <laughs> accords, but like whenever anything happens, they're always like, Oh, but the Accords. Oh, what does this mean for the Accords? I don't think anyone's ever read the Accords. Uh, while this is going on, a very, very handsome man walks into a restaurant and all eyes are on him as he strolls up to two men who... Who are revealed to be shadow yes. hunters, specifically of Herondale's detail. And he wants the cup. Yes. And when they're like, oh, the cup is, he just kills the entire restaurant. A normal reaction to not getting the thing you mm, want. Clearly, this is not a good person. <laughs> this might be a bad guy. Mm. Uh, we quickly cut over to Izzy going through some withdrawal and having a uh, scene with Alec. It's essentially a catch him up. It's essentially a catch him up while Izzy's going through withdrawal. And then Alec gets the call about the demon attack. So he's going to head off, but we can't get there just yet. Because wolves got to complain. Yes, the wolves are very upset. You know what? Rightfully so. They they do have a they do have a grievance that's reasonable. I actually think it's it's wild that Maya has made a full flip on like, no, they're ridiculous. <laughs> they're insane. How dare they be mad that some of us died? What? <laughs> I'm on Luke's side they, now. <laughs> like, you know what? I, I accept that you should be on his side. He is reasonable in a lot of ways. But it may be nice if you are a bit more like, because they have was, a point, Luke. She was so against him. Like, a day ago. Yep. <laughs> but uh, these guys are being led by a guy named Russell. And see, Russell wants to hunt mundanes and turn them into werewolves. And that's what upsets Luke. I'm I have to assume at this point that like a werewolf who has a child is a werewolf. I think so. I would love to at least once in this show meet a werewolf child. Like a pure blood werewolf. Maybe Yeah. I don't know. No, uh we've um, only the, met warlock children, I think. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm fine with like vampires don't make vampire children because they live forever so it's reasonable that even if like you're not allowed to turn you're not allowed to turn mundanes but the same vampires are there forever werewolves just age like people do yeah so they can have children they have to be able to have children or else the accords is just a genocide against werewolves Mm -hmm. so he he goes and rustles like 
uh, I challenge you for alpha. And then Luke literally just big dogs him. <laughs> like, you want to think about that for a bit? Maybe you think about this again, because so many werewolves have died. I'd hate for another one to die. And Russell, like, looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> I mean, Luke is the most handsome man in the world. Also, I think alphas have magic powers. It's... He does appear to have some... His blood or his bike can poison people? That no, was a thing. bike can heal people, can't it? What? No, Aaron. He oh, was... no, the other alpha bit him and then he got poisoned. Yes. Right. <laughs> what? I don't know. His bike... No, you're thinking of the dog from Riverdale whose lick could heal people. Same thing. That's not the same. Biting and licking is not the same thing. Is so it? he gets the call into this mass murder and he... Obviously, immediately calls on the Shadow Hunters, and then this is very cool <laughs> because his new partner, who uh, Ollie, we we'll learn it's a new partner, but essentially yeah. at this point, it seems like just a random uh, detective. She looks in and she just sees him like stare, <laughs> like looking around and talking, and there's no one there to talk so to. She pops in and she's like, "Who are you talking to, buddy?" And he's like, "I'm dictating my notes to my phone. Thank it's, you." It's a great diversion. It, it is, is unfortunately ruined by Ollie. Just keep just still going in. Just like, oh, that's cool. Do you have a specific app for that? Or he's just like, uh, I didn't expect follow up <laughs> questions. Go outside. <laughs> Don't be here anymore. And the reason we're talking about all these Ollie goofs is because we learn nothing in this scene. Oh, Clearly, it's a demon. Thank you. Well, yeah, but that information did have to be transmitted to the shadow hunters, I guess. Oh, no, we learned there's sand. Oh, yes, there is sand. There is sand. When he reaches down and pats one of the guy's faces as he leaves, we do see a puff of sand come out. Um, that is a, that is essential to figuring out what this thing was. But first, we have to check out with Izzy, who's going through a bit more withdrawal. But she's gonna put on makeup, oh, gosh darn she it. she gets her makeup on, and she goes to see Raphael. And she says she's there to, you know, apologize. Raphael, my big bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. Anyway, maybe, just thinking, off the cuff, not, not just total coincidence. <laughs> what if we, what if, what if, what if you bit me? <laughs> Maybe just a little bit? <laughs> Raphael's like, nope, that's so bad for both of us. <laughs> so bad for both of us. He's like, Izzy, I said no last episode. Look, I know it was last season, so you might have forgotten, but... Whew. One, I don't want angel blood. Like, my, I don't want the angel blood thing. That's bad. <laughs> Two, I will get murdered if I your, do that. Your brother. Your brother your will brother, murder Izzy. me. I do like how in this scene you do sort of see... Like because it they made it very clear that angel blood is also on yeah angel blood is also um, addictive to vampires. Shadow hunter blood. Shadow hunter blood isn't that angel blood? <sighs> sort of. I I thought that the thing about Jace is that he has pure angel. Yeah, blood. Jace and Clary both have been like injected with angel blood. Yeah, because they because they constantly use like when they're talking over the time about Jace and Clary, they always use the use it use the phrase. Pure angel blood. Shadow hunters have like angelic powers that were bestowed upon them by the angel Raziel. I feel like saying they have angel blood is probably fine. The show's fine with it. Well, the show. Yeah. I mean, I uh, guess the show is our source material. It so is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he's like, nope. So, oh, sorry. I was saying was that. Uh, he is kind of interesting that they have these different forms of withdrawal. Hers is very, very, like, physical. Like, they're both physical, but hers is very, like, physically manifested. Yeah. And and his looks like it's more based on what vampires have, which is a, a bloodlust. Like, when she gets close to him, he has to physically, like, be like, oh, no, no. So, like, it's interesting that they both have this addiction mm -hmm. that, like, presents in different ways on them. Well, and it's complicated for um, Raphael because he is very, very attracted to her, mm -hmm. but he's asexual. So yeah. I think this is the way he can, like, yeah, I express think his longing, longing. And I think it's easy to just be like, oh, well, Raphael got over it. I'm like, I don't think he got over it. I think they're just presenting in different ways. Mm -hmm. Also, he has the motivation of not getting killed by Alec. Exactly. <laughs> Which... Is he really, ha like... The, Izzy has no re repercussions to her actions. Yeah. Except that she'll be well, embarrassed. Well, I mean, the drug probably is slowly killing her. Oh, well, probably. But she can't <laughs> see that. Uh, so Luke has covered up all of the uh, the death in the restaurant as a gas mm -hmm. leak. But, okay, so here's some, something that sort of got to me. They explain 
that the autopsy called it a brain hemorrhaging. And my question was, was the effects team told that's what it was? Because when when the demon does his powers, the, there's a light flashes and it flashes in their throats, which made me think they were suffocating. So yeah, I think... They do have... um like uh like foam that comes out of their mouths. Yeah, I I just think that maybe that line wasn't like properly communicated to the effects team who did the 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 effect and made it happen on the neck. Like I think maybe they earlier it doesn't it's not a huge thing. It's absolutely not a huge thing, but it's something that I just like was wondering if there was a, a miscommunication there and they thought, "Oh, we they all suffocate, so we're going to make the neck happen because if you're going to do a brain hemorrhaging you think there'd be like a flash in the head or maybe that effect couldn't work so they're like just do it in the neck it's probably yeah still fine as well because i i hear what you're saying and i am listening to you but i'm also trying to envision what a brain brain hemorrhage would look like magically well i mean the same way a suffocate would look like magically which is just like a flash in the skull maybe from the eyes yeah but then i guess instead of having like foam come out of their mouths you would have like blood come from their eyes the maybe fo- i think the foam from the or mouth could, their ears. could Ooh, honestly work for either ears yeah i think it worked for either one i just think that was an interesting thing i know that i think potentially was either a miscommunication or a change that the effects team couldn't like implement but the more important really matter. part it of this doesn't scene, matter i just thought it was an interesting thing the more important part of the scene is that jace is or sorry clary is essentially chasing jace down being like hey hey we need to be cool. We have a different idea of what's more important in this scene. Because <laughs> I guess it's plot or character stuff. I did not even write down Luke in this scene. No, Luke isn't in the scene. They just mentioned that he was there. I was saying that what what's important is that they learn that the greater demon has a, that is a greater demon. Well, I mean, that's pretty obvious to them. What I like when they describe it's a greater demon is he's like, it's a greater demon. Oh, let's see. Uh, Leisure demons, they're a diamond dungeon, but, but greater demons, they have names and personalities. They're like full characters. Have we not had greater demons before? No. Oh. <laughs> Aaron! I've, I have so much narrative <laughs> and background floating around in my head, Kevin. Yeah. I was just like, of course it's a greater demon. What else would it be? <laughs> we totally had a greater demon before. The demon deceived Alec. They, that was not a greater demon that, was that appeared. A greater demon. No, but that was one that appeared. <laughs> they didn't show up. He didn't. He wasn't walking around killing people. He was just. He just didn't deceive one guy. <laughs> well, you know, they did summon. And him. then I think he died. <laughs> I think Clary just straight up killed him. I think you're right. Yeah, because that's why she can't get her memories back. But yes, we also learned that Jace hasn't talked to Clay about the whole soul soul sword thing. And Clary likes to be like. Chase, I'm your sister. You have to talk to me. Uh, and he's like, oh. no, the line that she says that for some reason really bugs me is, I'm your sister, Chase. I know what you're going through. I'm like, that doesn't track. Nope. That doesn't, just, Clary, that doesn't track. Did, did you accidentally <laughs> enable your father, fake father, your real father to kill so many people? Yeah. Did you touch a sword that allowed hundreds of downworlders to die? No. Just being blood related to him doesn't make you obvious uh, a factor in his life. Poorly written scene. Moving on. <laughs> well, they had to get that in so he could be like, my, my emotions that I don't have. <laughs> Meanwhile, Izzy is doing something she literally did like three episodes ago. She is wandering the streets calling for vampires. Look, I'm not saying Izzy should be locked up. But she should but be locked up. But I do up. feel like some of the shadow extras should have stopped her from leaving. Like, Because she... Alec told everyone she has the flu. She yeah. has to stay in her room. Yeah, yes. Now, admittedly, I learned later that, like, this is my thought at this point when I thought everybody knew that she was, like, going through something. Turns out Alec has told everyone, including Clary, that she has the flu, which means I think only Alec knows that she was addicted to drugs. Alec has too many secrets. But I does Herondale, because that's the only reason I can think of that Alder Tree would get reprimanded, right? Um, Didn't Alder Tree... No, he helped. You know, he helped. He helped Alec. Yeah, because like, he tried to hack into the system from the outside. Yeah, like they did the thing. Of the, like, I don't think there's anything that he would be reprimanded for. If it's entirely possible that the uh, the higher ups also were just like, don't tell anyone that uh, Izzy was given drugs by a superior. That would look bad for our in, for <laughs> our, uh, our thing. And then he was also like, I won't do it because it'll also look bad for Izzy. Anyway, so. Uh, 
as Izzy's trying to get these vampires to give her some drugs, uh, her crystal that you know can detect demons flashes, mm-hmm. and then it breaks because <gasps> I guess they the, the writers decided we don't want this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Too convenient. Some good Samaritans. So she's being like attacked now by um, the greater demon. Some good Samaritans arrive to try to help. There and- are like four different men from like different corners <laughs> who are like, hey, leave that girl this, alone. This is the most popular sketchy alley in the city. Everyone comes here to hang out. They're like, hey, you want to go to the sketchy alley where people get murdered? There's like dumpsters blocking three quarters of the entrance. There's a car abandoned there, but they're like... This is where we all gotta be. Look, this is where mundanes with hero complexes go to save <laughs> girls. Maybe get some, you know, action. Unfortunately, they all die immediately. Yep. Fortunately, a blonde not Jace arrives. <laughs> did you also think he was Jace for like just a little I bit did. too long? And I'm like, why is how how, how is Jace and why? Here? What is what is happening here? No, it's a man who is too similar to Jace from a distance. He looks like Jace's stunt double. He sure does. But his name is Sebastian. And he's British. <laughs> so uh, we got another character we got to get rid of. Simon is on, is sitting at the Hunter's Moon. Yep. And he calls Marie and is like, hey, can I still have the band name? Hey, y'all. Remember when Simon dated his bandmate, For like Maureen? half an episode before he hallucinated her as Clary. And then didn't he date Maya and now he dates Clary? Or I think he and Maya I, just he, flirt. No, he went on one date with Maya. Then Maya was like, dude, you're in love with Clary. <laughs> Maybe he went on a couple dates with Maya, but Maya was like, hey, you're in love with Clary. Don't date me while you're in love with Clary. You should just tell her. And Maya was hoping that Simon would get out of his system. But but, but anyway, Maureen's mad at him. Probably won't see her again. Cool. Another character <laughs> dealt with. And Maya comes up to Simon and is way too chill and friendly with him. Yeah. I Yeah. Like her turnaround to being like, hey, it's cool that I tried to like Cl- kill, kill Clary, someone two right? days ago. Right. Like I, I, I led an assault. On Clary like and I Jace. Hunted, I hunted them down across the city. I, think I was, attacked them in a hospital at one point. It was mostly Jace, I think, she was hunting down. Clary yeah. came later. Yeah, Clary was like a byproduct. Well, Clary can't touch the sword, so we have to kill Clary. You no. Know, J- Claire, they first wanted to kill Clary so she couldn't touch the sword. Yeah, and they wanted to kill Jace because they thought he... It was a trick. No, they thought he killed her dad. Oh, no. She probably killed someone. Remember the whole thing on the the, the, oh, yeah. the boat? Yeah. Yeah. And then he got injured. And he was walking through the city and he didn't have his stele. And that then... was before. Then after they wanted to kill Jace for that, then they wanted to kill Clary, Clary so she didn't touch the sword. Because touched the sword. Then activate. they wanted to kill Jace because they thought that it was a trick for Jace to touch the sword. Which it was. <laughs> <laughs> so she was right. She was. Um. Anyway, so she's like, hey, I can't help but notice that it's 2 p.m. and you're at a bar right now, but I'm worried about you going out there. Like, he had to have gotten there. <laughs> well, then she thinks about it. She's like, wait, how did you how get did- here? <laughs> wait, hold on a second. Her shift must have just started because there's no way he was in that bar for a long time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he's like, well, guess, I, guess what? I was in my throat slit and then also a nuclearized sword did. Now I can stay in the sun. <laughs> Look, Simon, I'm going to say this right now. You now told a lie. You need to remember what lie you told. Yeah, si- he will not. Simon, you need to know what what your cover story is. <laughs> but he's but uh, Maya's like, yeah, this is awesome, super awesome. Like you, you don't you you get to live a normal life. Best thing ever has happened to you. I'm gonna be honest. I think there's other disadvantages to being like. Isn't there like bloodlust? Also, he's immortal. Oh, he like, can only drink blood. He can't eat food. That's true. And I he mean, doesn't age. I feel like not eat like that is definitely a disadvantage. It's not like a rough one. Not aging is going to be difficult to live through. I th- but I feel like there's supposed to be like a bloodlust thing, right? Like like he, he almost he ate Clary. Le- he had to learn how to control it, which right. he has. But, Raphael taught him. But <laughs> I feel like that can't just be a. You've learned to control it. Congratulations. It will no longer ever affect you again. I think at a certain point, it does lead to madness. Aaron, everything in this episode, in this show leads <laughs> to madness. Loving your pair but die leads to madness. I also think, though, that, like, being a wolf, though you do turn into a wolf, and, like, if you go through grief, you might wolf out a lot, I think you can be a wolf and lead a normal life. Luke. I, I, feel, I feel like 
as a wolf, you are much more likely to be able to lead a normal life than a vampire. Like, you do have to, you know, you have to get it under control when you first become a wolf. I'm, I'm, under, then... I'm under the impression, once again, I don't think that's a switch. Um, <laughs> I'm under the impression that I think the idea about wolves is that you are, you have the Hulk problem, which is that if your emotions get out of control, you will wolf out. Like when Jocelyn died and Luke had to run out to he the woods. He had to run out of the forest and he had to wolf out for a little bit. Yeah. Which is definitely a problem. And it means you have to be more more than Jace's whole no emotion thing where he's just like, I decide to not have emotions. They have to do it or else they'll hulk out. I just thought that vampires also had a, I have to consciously make sure I don't eat my friends. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, like, the vampires who are under Raphael's control, except for when they go rogue and become evil, just eat blood bank. Well, because keep in mind, well, yes, if they can get blood, I think they're fine. But keep in mind, like, um, Simon, when he's injured, drinks blood to help him heal. But he does almost kill everyone every time he does it. That's they always true. be like, hey, you gotta chill out, man. But, but Kevin... He's only been a vampire for two weeks. Yeah. But he's he, not Ra- a good example But of even vampire. Raphael, like, you, you see him sometimes having to, like, especially with Izzy. But, like, you have to imagine that comes up with other people as well. Like, I don't, don't bite this person. Don't bite this person. Anyway, so he's pretty cool about this and he's excited. Uh, we finally get to see Magnus. It's been a while. I know. I missed him. Um, and he's like, oh, Alec, I was going to call you. Uh, but you came here first because it's a demon. So they go to the demon expert. And Alec brings that sand, and Magnus is like, ah, nuts. Oh, man, this is from Duodel, the worst dimension of hell. <laughs> this is Aziel, the prince of hell. One of the princes One of, of the hell. Princes There's of nine hell. of them or something. Yeah. Like, oh, man, yeah. he's free again. Oh, that sucks. Oh, dang. As a, <laughs> as a, Azazel. Uh, Azazel, Azazel yeah. is, is around. Uh, and then... <laughs> and then out pops Raphael. Yeah, Alec's like, why is it so dark <laughs> you like the light uh but no it's because Raphael's hanging around turns out Raphael uh after Izzy came by looking looking for a for a hookup went to Magnus first and you know what good choice dude and then he made the right choice which is if I stay here long enough Alec will come, and I can give him information, but he won't kill me, because Magnus will be there. Well, it does seem that he went to Magnus, and Magnus was about to call... Alec. He does say, I was about to call yeah. Alec. I do like, though, when Alec came in, I have to imagine that Magnus knew Alec was arriving, because he's a warlock. I was like, yeah. okay, Raphael, you gotta hide until I... I I'm going, I will reveal you when I will placate Alec so he does not murder you. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so the, they learned that uh, Izzy came by for a hit. She's probably going to head off to that vampire den to get more. So they got to go check on that. I wanted to do a quick shout out. Quick shout out to the fact that what uh, what Raphael's wearing in this scene is a studded collar dress shirt. I mean, he's got to protect himself. <laughs> it's just your normal fancy nice dress shirt, but he's got cool punk rock studs along the collar. <laughs> so you know he's he, so you know he likes to party, but he also is all here for business. He is now the leader of those vampires because Camilla got sent to Idris. Yeah, I think she's not around. <laughs> Anyway, Alec and Magnus go to find Izzy, but instead they find the bodies of the Good Samaritans. Mm-hmm. And, and also Izzy's necklace. And the necklace. Ooh. Ooh. So they're very worried that um, Azazel took Izzy, and they're like, why did he take her? What's going on? Well, there's only one person we can ask. And I refuse that that's, that that's <laughs> the one person they could ask. No, this can't. Well, to be fair, Jay's first is like... I think we should tell a grown-up. Let's tell the Inquisitor. <laughs> yeah, let's tell Herondale. Let's let her know. Never has one of these characters been like, let's tell a grown-up. But then isn't the answer to that question, she's in a meeting? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, she's in a meeting, so I guess we talk. I guess we should talk to Hitler. <laughs> so they do. Now, now he, I, here's what I'll at least give to this show. It's He's definitely not the only person they can ask. The actual answer is they that... At least Jace already has an idea of what's going on. Or he has a thought of what's going on. Yeah. Which is that um, he thinks the Circle members essentially bro- like broke Azazel out using the cup and are going to use Azazel to free uh, Valentine. Valentine. But Valentine's like, then why am I still here? Yeah. 
That's weird. Then he points out he doesn't know where the cup is, mm-hmm. and that Azazel is probably hunting the cup Which, because I mean, he's scared of the cup because it yeah, will control him. Yeah. So, like, you know, Azazel has, whenever he's been popping up, he's been like, where's the cup? Not where's Valentine? Where's the cup? So, I'm... Valentine's correct. Tempted to believe him. Uh... And then Valentine well, comes up with a plan. Well, okay, before we get to that, I, I think we've dwelled on this a few times, but because it's been a while, I think it's yeah. good to bring this up again. And also this, I think, just reiterates it even more. The show version of the Mortal Cup is wild. Like The it whole can, it can control demons It can thing? control, like, I, I thought it'd be fine. It was like, oh, but it can't control greater demons. That's why the war isn't just, like done they ha- but if the fact that it's the only thing that can control greater demons which is the reason why uh azazel wants to destroy it and fears it you literally have a remote control for your enemies yeah I how is this war not always in your favor yeah i don't understand why they don't always use the cup yeah, like, instead like, they never use the cup because you because so you said in the books all, all the it cup, can do is make new shadow which you can do here as well and I almost, and I was fine with that being the reason they didn't use it, is because we know it has a pretty rough success rate. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to just go around killing a whole bunch of mundanes hoping you get a shadow hunter. It's better just to, like, try to outbreed demons. It's a very interesting controversy, too, Mm -hmm. amongst the shadow hunter community. Like, do we use it and take the risk? Because we're dying out. Or do we not use it and, like, grow another means? Like, that's an interesting story. But when it just controls demons and your one goal your one goal is we must kill all demons. It's not even like it can't it can't control downworlders, in which case that could be a controversy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, do we like they talk about it with, with the um, soul sword, why they kept it a secret that the soul sword can just kill downworlders is because downworlders are not bad people. Exactly. So it's like do we let it out? Do we do we use a weapon that can just control normal people, like ver- versus using it so that we, you know, the greater demons? Even every, every time they show up, you're just like, nope, go back, go back to hell, back to I hell, got the cup. don't ever come back. Well, Leave. and like, it's not that it's a secret; it can control demons. Clary knew that <laughs> somehow. Clary read in a book, I think. Yeah, it's. The the show version of the cup is too. We we've said this a few times. Like some of the changes to the show, I think at, like have made it worse. Even though I've never read the books, mm-hmm. but like they have too many resources. The same thing I said when I'm like, let's ask Valentine, and I'm like, oh, that's there's a hundred percent someone else you could ask. There's one of those shadow extras has got to be an expert on a demon. Well, and that's the thing. If you didn't have the shadow act, I think I say this once an yep. episode. Yeah. If you didn't have the shadow extras, it would make more sense. Because then they'd be like, well, the only person we can talk to is Valentine because he's the only one here. Now, to be fair, I will say in the books, Valentine is never captured. He's yes. just made dead. Yes, but in this case, I'm but like, in this case, you got your Hannibal Lecter. You just have to take away the other things. So the only reasonable choice is to talk to your Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Uh, anyway, so he's like uh, Valentine is like, okay, here's what you do. You use me as bait, and then he, then you know, he comes here, and then you know, Claire can kill him with uh, the sunlight rune or whatever the thing she is. And <laughs> Jake's is like, this is a trap. It's a hundred percent trap. And I'm like. Yeah, it is. Yeah, clearly. It fully, it fully is. He, but then Valentine. It's, I'm going to say this. It's not a trap in the way that, like, he... I don't think he planned Azazel. I think he's just like, oh, I have a concept of what's going to happen here, which is probably, probably that he's thinking, Azazel wants the cup. He thinks I know where the cup is. Maybe he'll kidnap me. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, Azazel wasn't here to break me out, but I can make him break me out. And yep. then, so, so... Jace is like, it's a trap. Clary's like, uh, but do we have another choice? And then Jace gets too loud about it being a trap. So Valentine's like, gotta stir a pot. Well, Hey, Cla- Jace. Hey, Jace. Did you tell my secret yet? <laughs> well, hey, Jace. Cl- no, because Clary says, listen to me. I'm your sister. <laughs> and, and then Valentine goes, ooh. Oh, you didn't tell her. Cool. You want me to? Or are you going to do it? Clary. And Jace tries to punch his mouth shut and Clary takes way too long to catch it's, on. It's a little bit of a weird line just in the sense that 
I don't think at any point I have said to you or anyone else, I am your brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never used that as an excuse for you to listen to me. I mean, Clary is a weirdo. I feel like Clary says that because, once again, she's never had a brother, so she doesn't know how to react in the situation. Yeah, I think you're correct. So she does it by just repeatedly saying... Also, she has to convince herself that she doesn't want to bone him by true. saying out loud, I am your sister many as many times. times as she can. When she wakes up in the morning, like passes on the hall, she's like, hey, hey, Jace, I'm your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. I'm your sister. So based on this information, Clary's going to mope. Yeah, yeah. She is possibly more like when it's revealed, the, the, the music's like done, done, done. Clary's possibly more shocked to learn they're not siblings than to learn <laughs> they were siblings. And Jace is like, look, I didn't tell you because I didn't want to wreck your happiness. I've only known for a few days. Is there anything else you're lying about? No. No. Look, Jace, (laughs) if we're going to work together, we have to trust each other. And that means we have to be 100% honest. And also, also, emotions are cool. You should feel emotions. Okay, the end of this (laughs) monologue where she pulls up also maybe feel some emotions does feel a little bit like ham-fisted and full and shoved in like yeah how did you go from hey i can't believe you didn't tell me you're not my brother to hey emotions are important well and if he had said if he had said i didn't tell you because i didn't think it mattered or or if he said i didn't you know or i didn't tell you because i didn't care you you know what i think potentially the the connection might have been it might have just been either i missed it or it was so subtle it was hard to catch on to because the idea of why he didn't tell her is because he thought she would get emotional about it. And she was like, who cares if I get emotional about it? It's fine to be emotional about things. I think that I, is I think like that tweaking. is the connection. Yeah. He doesn't say that, though. No, he, he says, he I thought I would wreck your happiness. And she says, why would that wreck my happiness? You need to feel emotions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I feel like maybe... It, it's not the worst thing. We've seen a much worse writing. I feel like, yeah, you know... You, look at that monologue a little bit more tighten it up yeah and come back next week and let me know how you did (laughs) meanwhile sebastian looks at izzy and he can tell right away that she's on drugs oh yes now see sebastian is from the london institute Mm -hmm. and then then Then, possibly the dumbest scene ever happens Aaron, tell me how did izzy originally get it i can't remember how did she get addicted to Yin Fen. Did Izzy perhaps have a physical ailment that was put upon her in that case by a demon? But, you know, she she had a physical problem. Yeah, she, she was a, in pain. A strange man offered her a strange medicine and told to her, help her deal with her pain. And told her, you just have to do this once. It'll speed up your recovery. Yeah, the exact same thing happens. <laughs> Sebastian's like, well, I do have this chemical you've never heard of distilled from a root you take it once and you feel good no to be fair he says take it now you'll feel better you will have to take it again which is which is also what alder tree said about yin fen like this is a hut this is like shot for shot the yin fen scene i'm like izzy izzy this is the exact same thing that happened that got you you're just gonna be addicted to a new drug but kevin then he explains to her he, too, was addicted to Yin Fen. That's why he's not in London. Oh, he yeah. had to go on a walkabout to cure his addiction. Yeah. And he did that so he can help her do it. Yeah, he's going to be your sponsor. So that's fun. Uh, we got a quick scene where Luke and his partner, Ollie, are just sort of hanging out, talking about their lives. And then Maya interrupted. Yes, because turns out Russell... Left. Has, <laughs> left. He left. He took a couple guys. And they're gonna start their own pact with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> looks like okay. Okay. He sucked. Well, that's fine. I'm also going. So I like the idea that packs really do just seem like they are clubs. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I went to some other wolf packs, and I've been trying to like convince people to come to our wolf pack. Like, what is? Wait. <laughs> so you're not like controlled by your alpha? Like, there's no. Like, I guess I know there's loyalty, but it like I don't know. It feels so weird to be like, yeah, I've, I've been shopping around, you know, <laughs> being like, hey, there's a pretty good place got here, but you know, we got a Chinese food restaurant that no one wants to go to because the food's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, yes, Ollie is taking pictures of them talking. I mean, Ollie, 
get better pictures. <laughs> You're proving nothing. Well, I mean, the, we don't know what Ollie's trying to prove at this point. At this point, it's unclear if she is even related to Downworld or is this pure, just like internal affairs, we think. Is she like, oh, Luke's hanging out with a 20-year-old. Look. Click, click. <laughs> look, I, I see she's trying to figure out if she's a criminal. Because Luke's constant problem is that everyone's like, he's a bad cop. We think he's probably corrupt because they can't, they don't know magic stuff. Remember the whole, remember the whole chief thing where they thought, were like, they thought he killed his chief for a while. And and then there's no way he could have. Yeah. 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 He got a lot of internal affairs coming after him. Oh, and then I think they also convinced one internal affairs guy that Simon was the serial killer and then Luke shot him. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Meanwhile... Jace cries on a roof and Alec finds him like, and they hug. Like a lot. Jace yeah. cries like a lot. Like this is a man who's never cried before and he's figuring it out best he can. All right. So Izzy uh, is getting, you know, stuff cooked up by this Sebastian and he's super worldly. He's very and out there. then a metaphor. Yes. He serves her bully boss, you know, seafood soup. Sure. That he learned how to make because he saw a chef make it and he memorized all the steps and then he made it. It doesn't seem to imply that he's also, he also has like a potentially a photographic memory. Because sometimes knowing someone else can do something remarkable makes you able to do it too. Yeah. It's a metaphor he's a spon- for quitting drugs. Get it? He's, he, he really is their sponsor. Um, and he tells her, hey, you should maybe call, man, literally anyone to let them know <laughs> you're alive. And then Izzy goes, Mm, I don't know if I can because Alec is stubborn like my mom. And the, um, God, the dramatic irony of knowing what they're doing because they think Izzy's God and just be like, Izzy, yes, please. Oh, God, Izzy, please, <laughs> please do call them. Please, <laughs> please. But we can't dwell on that yeah. because Sebastian's gonna monologue about his overbearing mom yeah, for yeah. a long time. Yeah, he also didn't have a good mom and they bond about that. So, hey, Izzy got a new friend. Cool. Uh, Simon is calling Clary about and his, essentially he doesn't even matter if it's Clary. It could be literally anyone. He's talking into the void about how he's planning for a big new life for him. Enter so, Raphael. We don't want to say what he's going to do. Well, he's going to go to university. He's going to NYU for music and a minor in accounting. He's, Aaron, his life, his whole life is ahead of him. Yeah. You know, I don't care because I don't think this is going to happen. Well, I mean, obviously it's not because Raph shows up as he always does. You know, Raphael popping up behind (laughs) behind Simon. Uh, Just leering on up. And Simon, so Raphael heard word on the street that Simon was wandering around in pure daylight. Yes, he, he is a daylighter is what it's called. He can walk around the day. It's a legend, a legend. Now, I like Simon here being like, well, you don't, well, keep it quiet. Not everyone needs to know. I'm like, Simon, you're just sort of like walking around in daylight. He went to a werewolf bar. He went to a downworlder bar in the middle of the day. They all know you're a vampire. Remember they tried to kill you because you're a vampire? Yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows. You, (laughs) I guess, I guess Maya was the one who was like, hey, Maybe you should chill, because people are going to be pissed and weird at you. But then he didn't chill. Nope. Uh, and then, then something came up that possibly made my jaw drop, because I keep forgetting that this show is so short. Because he's been a vampire. Raphael's been a vampire for six years. Uh, Simon's been a vampire for, like, two weeks. Like, yeah. This show has happened over about two weeks. Yeah. It's been a while. Every time he's like, my mom misses me. My, what am I going to do about my mom? <laughs> he's never gone from her that long. It's like a no. night. But you know, his dad's dead. Yeah. Uh, so that's what he's going through. Anyway, he will tell Raphael a different lie about how he became I think, a daylighter. I think he just says he doesn't know. He doesn't know. There's chemicals here. There's rats. I don't know. Pesticides. I don't know. All sorts of weird things can happen. Ra- Simon, tell Raphael the same story you told Maya. I don't know. The story you told Maya was terrible, but I guess it's the one that's out there now. He got cut, with, too a, late. He got cut with a sword. And then cut with a different sword. Yes. I think was what Look, he said. Valentine did something. It's Matt- perfect. Valentine's the boogeyman. Just say Valentine did it. I don't know. Valentine's a weird, weird <laughs> freak. The the great thing about leaning it on Valentine is that 
he that is reasonable that he would never help them. Yeah, and we know that Valentine experiments on downworlders. Yeah, just blame blame everything on Valentine. He'll be dead soon, <laughs> and then he'll be gone forever. Speaking of Valentine being dead soon, the trap is set up, and Valentine is wearing a. Not as good as the Hannibal Lecter mask, but he's wearing a Hannibal Lecter mask for this scene. Yeah, yeah, they got him so he doesn't bite. <laughs> the demon? The demon. Or it's unclear why he he can talk through it. It's not yeah. a gag. <laughs> so, anyway. It's just like a black leather mask that covers the lower half of his face. Yeah, anyway. So Magnus summons Azazel. Uh, and I'm just thinking, damn, Izzy, you surely should have called faster. <laughs> and um, they trap him in a pentagram trap, yep. trying to trade Valentine for Izzy. And but... he's like, I don't have Izzy. And, you know, poor uh, poor Magnus can only hold this trap for so long. Mm. So in comes Clary with her sun yep. sign rune, <laughs> which like... it turns out doesn't work against greater, greater It just doesn't seem to work, period. Yeah. Like, like no light comes out, nothing. It's, like, it doesn't even appear on her hand. Something weird is happening there. Um, I also appreciate that when they're like, Clary's in position, it was to be standing just around the, the door. Yeah. I don't know why she had to hide. I. It's not like he <laughs> knows. Or maybe they think potentially they could know. I don't know. Um, Azazel breaks out and just starts... See, Suffocating this, everyone. Well, no, this is where he seems to be hemorrhaging them because they're all grabbing their heads. Yeah. Uh, so, once again, I wonder if there's a switch there. Uh, so he's just turning people's brains, and he like he's going around taunting people. And then he says, "Like I'm going to give Valentine, Valentine a, a gift. gift." And I thought he was going to kill him. Yeah, he's going to kill him slower, slower than the others, yeah. or quicker than the others. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Jace uses his cool angel blood to do a flip. <laughs> Okay, yes. It's been so long since we watched the show that I really thought his cool thing was doing a flip. I kind of forgot about the Stelles because one of his tattoos glows. And then he does a cool flip. And I'm like, like, oh, the, the reason it was impressive was because he activated a rune without a Stele. But, but in the moment, it just looked like he uses his angel power to do a flip and then try to cut Azazel. But Azazel turns into flies and leaves. It disappears. All right. Now, fortunately, everyone does appear to be fine. Yeah. And luckily, the Inquisitor is still in her meeting. So oh, yeah. no one knows what they did. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Lucky that. Uh, weirdly enough, though, as they pull Valentine, he's like, help me. Help me. Ooh. Uh, then Izzy calls. Ugh. Oh, man. And so while she's talking to Alec, being like, no, I'm fine. It's okay. Behind her, Sebastian is making some tea. And... Holding his hand <laughs> over a live flame from that gas stove. Okay, so Sebastian's... A bad guy. Weird. <laughs> his his bad eyes guy. are black too, aren't they? I don't think so. I think they were. I don't think they were. They maybe they were. I was. I was more baked to the fact that he just burned his hand over a fire for no reason. So yeah, he is probably a bad guy and <laughs> definitely not very subtle. Not at all. I, well, what a weird thing to do. <laughs> anyway, so that's Izzy's new friend, Sebastian. While this is going on, Clary's like, so, remember how my original goal for this episode was to be more chill? I can't be any chill anymore. Jace, I'm sorry I wasn't chill at you, but... And he's she, like, yeah, you were you were right. You should have been mad at me for not telling you I wasn't your brother. Yeah. She does bring up the re one of the reasons she's angry is because, like, I thought for the first time, like, brother and sister, I finally knew where we stood. I'm like, Clary, don't open that door again. That no. What you just said right there, open the door. You have an amazing boyfriend. I, I, I'm going to say, look, if you are so able to drop into a familial relationship, maybe it's not meant to be. Exactly. Now, I will say, I do know that in the books you mentioned, you get a lot of internal thoughts of like, and I'm then, still attracted to this person. But What is wrong with me? But because, like, <laughs> that is it's such a weird line to try to walk by being like, well, I still want them to be. Like, like I still want the relationship tension there to be, but I also don't want to be, like, constantly putting that out throughout the episodes. In the show, they just sort of had them just kind of shut it down. Which I think is why they had her say, I'm your sister, so many times. Like, she's saying it to herself. Yeah. But it doesn't really... 
it, war. It does just sort of seem like the, the the speed at which she was able to just see him as I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. Anyway, they, like us, need some time to process this. Yeah. Uh and then we get our last scene, which is Magnus uh walking down the street and kind of looking like he's tripping out. And he looks at himself and he goes, Disgusting warlock. So one hundred percent, one hundred percent, they bad. switched bodies. Yeah, between Valentine popping up and going, "Help me, help me," and Magnus do using Valentine's one of his many catchphrases, one of his many monologues that was only two <laughs> words long. Uh, disgusting warlock. We're like, oh. So that's what Azazel did. He flipped them so that Valentine could escape. Then he could pop up and be like, hey. Give me the cup. I got you out. Where's the cup? Yeah. Long con. It is a solid plan from Azazel. Yeah, it's actually really good. Because if he had actually just grabbed Valentine, they would have chased after Valentine and him. Exactly. Instead, he snuck him out through someone else's body. Ooh. Ooh, what a clever greater demon. He has a personality and a name. (laughs) He's a character. He can be on IMDb. Ooh. Ooh. He's so handsome. All right, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. That was episode. Did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic had a character and a name? I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was challenging in this episode. Yeah. Like, actually. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Um, I am picking Valentine revealing that he is not Jace's father. Oh, it had oh, the, to be the, done. The amount of, was it the amount of joy he had in being like, yes. oh, you didn't tell her. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I just, and like, I don't mean it's a CW moment in a bad way because I appreciate the joy this show takes in making Valentine just being the man of pure chaos of 9,000 plans, throwing things at the wall and hoping one of them is a plan. Well, I mean, I'll give you that that it's a little bit weirdly illogical because like, it's weird, number one, it's weird that he he did that. He, He had to have done that first just to mess with them. And then... He told Jace he was she was a sister to I guess off put him in the moment they were because they were in the middle of a fight and he was just like oh by the way uh, yeah you're not my son and Clary's not your sister ha 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 now I can stop you <laughs> and now he, in this moment I felt like he should have kept on to it to constantly be needling Jace like ooh so you didn't tell her so instead he, instead of him like being like no no let's get this all out in the open now yeah I I just I don't know it feels like he might have wanted to hold on to that for a little bit more. Like, Valentine is a man who wants to keep his cards close to his chest, throw it even the mil- though he doesn't throw it know it where the Throw it out in the middle of the Azazel is. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, Clary comes out about to do the ruin, and he's just like, Jace isn't your, your brother. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that's just his huh? own? Valentine collects secrets in his hair like Gretchen Wieners, so he can throw them out well, in the ex- middle of battles. That explains why the secrets are always falling out. He's bald. <laughs> Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I did. And for the first time, I think I'm picking something that's not from, like, the writing or the show. It's from a uh, design choice, maybe an editing. Uh, maybe the director did it. During Izzy's, like, uh, when she's approaching Raphael, yes. there's a few shots where they decide to do, like, a snorry cam. For people who don't know what a snorry cam is, um, and I think this is probably what it is, they might have just done a really big fisheye lens. But a snorry cam is something that's usually attached to the writer's, uh, not the writer, the actor's chest. Yeah. And sort of, like, comes out and if and it points at them. It's very commonly seen as someone like waking up. Like, it's used to like drunkenness. Yeah, or a ju- drug trip. You have seen a snorry cam. I promise you. If you watched enough TV, you've seen a snorry cam. You've probably seen it in that 70s show when they've like, I'm going to say done I pot. Think, I think, yeah, I think. Um, I think it's been used uh, Eric, I think Eric's has had has yeah. had it on. Like, you've seen it. You've seen the snorry cam. But they they use something like it. For like a couple shots from her, but not they, enough. It's and they, not consistent. It doesn't feel well well implemented. It's not during moments of incredibly high. Even though one of them is while she's holding a knife on him, there's points where the tension stays that ratcheted, but it doesn't use the snorry cam. Yeah. And then it would like she's like it'll be the snorry cam on her, and then it'll cut to Raphael, and it's just like a normal camera sitting there so it's like this very weird and it, it's weird that it's used on her and not on Raphael like because it, it should re- be her point of view looking at Raphael yeah it's just I don't know 
it's and they don't use it when like in the withdrawal they just do a whole bunch of really up close shots of her yeah where she's very wet so there's only like two shots that use the Sonori cam and it felt once again it was to be dramatic but I don't think it was implemented logistically enough and I think in the edit potentially the director was like no keep those shots in or the editor decided I don't know I don't know what the post-production is but I don't know. I just thought if it didn't really work. Well, and it's weird that it wasn't used in the episodes where she was actually on drugs. Uh, new season, you know, new things. Season two, episode 11. <laughs> anyway, I did consider this one, but I knew you would have a more nuanced discussion on it. Oh, so. yeah. No, it, it, it's, it does stand out. I think even for people who aren't like very involved in like yeah, the, it, the it tech just, side of things. It feels wrong. It did. It did. It did. Uh, but hey, that was that was. We're back in Shadowhunters. We're back in the world. We got so many fun things coming up. I think. I, think. I, I mean, next <laughs> at least for the next episode, we're gonna have a a body swap, and I love a body swap. And I'm really excited about Sebastian. Yeah, we'll see some <laughs> see that weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're excited about these weirdos, please hit us up on the social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And y'all, we are back to being your only Shadowhunters TV show podcast <laughs> that is regularly updating. So, yeah. uh, give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. And uh, remember, I have a book coming out in October. It's called Ink for Blood. Uh, you can find information for that on my website, kevinwerebooks.com. And also, if you're in Edmonton for the weekend of September 16th for the Edmonton Comic and Entertainment Expo, I will be having a table there selling my books. I don't know where that table is yet. It'll be somewhere in Artist Alley, but I'll tweet it out. Hooray! So find Kevin and come read about me getting organized for fall. <laughs> at a flimsyplan.com. And we'll see you all next week. How did Jace activate a rune without Estelle? Can the body swap be reversed? Can Simon avoid the allure of day drinking? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fancast? <laughs>